Welcome to another episode of Hoops Through Life, a podcast where we discuss the women's basketball collegiate recruiting process and transition from high school to college. I'm your host, Elsbeth Bierman. Today, we have a very special bonus episode. The goal is to jam-pack a lot of information into a short period of time. It's just going to be me, no guests today. That'll start back up next Wednesday. So today, I'm just going to talk about three ways high school student-athletes can figure out where their skills fit in at the next level, really what level they're good enough to play at in college. And by level of play, I'm referring to NCAA Division I, Division II, D3, and NAIA. So... Before I jump in, I just want to say that every recruiting process is completely different. And this is my opinion based on my experience playing and coaching. So just like in basketball, how there are no absolutes, there are always exceptions to the rule. So what I've done is I've made my recommendations based off of what I've generally seen in the recruiting process. Also, I feel like it would be a little negligent if I didn't at least touch on aspects that are out of the student athlete's control. And honestly, the biggest that comes to mind is just height. So in the recruiting process, height does matter. And to be clear, that doesn't mean if you're short, you have no chance, or if you're tall, you're guaranteed anything. It is ultimately all about how you use what you have. And Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's how can you best utilize the skills that you have in your bag? Um, Because remember, the shortest player ever playing the WNBA was 5'2", and the current shortest WNBA player is 5'5". All that being said, my recommendation to players on the short end, which I would probably classify as like 5'7 and below, is to get really, really good at just one thing. All right, so let's just jump in. The first recommendation that I have is to use your resources. So what I mean by that is if you, if your high school coach or your AAU coach has had student athletes play at various levels like D1, D2, D3, ask, ask them what they think. Now, I know that there are some coaches out there who believe, you know, that it's D1 or bust, scholarship or bust. And I personally don't believe that, but I know a lot of people do. But please just don't get discouraged if they tell you that you're not good enough because they just may not be aware of the different levels out there. And I, I do believe that people are doing the best with what they know and, th- and that might just be their standard. So, Please don't get discouraged if that is your coach and they're making you feel like maybe you're not good enough. I mean, there's so much great competition at the D2, D3, and NAI levels. Um, the other other resources that you should use is your teammates. So who on your team, high school or AAU, there has to be at least one person other than you who's getting recruited really think about, ask some questions like, where are they getting recruited? You have access to somebody in practice every day who might be getting recruited by a certain team at a certain level. That is a great indicator of your skill level too. How do they play? How do you play? What do they have going for them? What do you have going for them? And that can give you a lot of indicators as well. Uh, Alongside that, do you have old teammates that are currently playing in college? So like, where are they playing? And not only where are they playing, but do they get playing time in games currently? That will also give you an indication of not only 
what level, but like maybe the impact that you could have at that level um, if you just kind of see where they're at, what they're doing. And then you can also ask them questions. If they're in their first year or second year of college, you can ask them about their experience. You can ask them about the recruiting process. You can ask them all of the questions that you have Even things like how do the practices in college compare to the practices that we had in high school? All right, my next suggestion is somewhat an extension of using your resources, but it's to watch basketball. If you have a computer and internet access, you can watch a lot of games for free. I think pretty, unless the games are being televised, every school has a live stream option. And that is something that is just so common now, even in high school, there are live stream options. Most, a lot of games, I won't say most, but a lot of games are free that you can watch. I know a lot of division three games are free. Um, division two, some might be free. Some you might have to pay for the, the cost of those games. I can't imagine unless you're getting like a season pass or something, I feel like it's it's maybe five ten dollars to see to live stream a game, and I think that's total totally worth it to get an, an understanding of what the basketball competition at those levels are like, because the reality is, a lot of times you just don't know until you see it. So once you can see those games, the the competitive competitiveness of those games, the way that they're coached, what that looks like. I mean, there's a lot that can be learned from that. So not only the live stream options, if you want to figure out what games are being played at the time of this recording, it's November 27th. I could go onto the NCAA website right now and look at search like women's basketball Um, D1, D2, D3, go to the schedule and it pulls up all of the games that are on today. And then you can go look at other dates and then you can see all of those games. You know, some of the division one games are going to be televised. You can, if you have those channels or if you have access to somebody who has those channels, you can make a little note in your calendar, watch those games. If it's, you know, a live stream option, they aren't being televised. You can make a note of those games and then just pull up your computer at that at that time and watch those games. There are those resources are there to help you figure out like who's playing when. And even better than watching the games on the computer, if you can attend a game in person, I know that the AU season, the high school season, they are so busy. And so I can understand that. But if there's a school within 30, 45 minutes from your house, check their schedule, attend a game in person, maybe ask your high school coach or your AAU coach if you can all go and watch that game, no matter what level it is, or even better if there's multiple schools that are multiple levels, go see and compare, take notes on what is happening in those games and see as you're watching them, try to see if you can see yourself on the floor playing at that level. I it's I mean I would pay attention to the pace of the game, the physicality, the I mean you could get really into it like the shooting percentage, every aspect of the game that you can think of, try to see and compare do can you fit in, would you fit in? Because and, and I can't say this enough, there is so much good basketball at 
all three levels, NCAA and then NAIA as well. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to be said for all of those levels. It's, it's really about kind of where you fit in. All right. The, the third and final tip, and to me, this is the biggest indicator to your level of play. And that is who is recruiting you. So I'll say that again, the biggest indicator to your level of play is who is recruiting you. It is a college coach's job to bring in the best players for their program. They know what they're looking for and who they think will fit into that into that system. Now, that being said, coaches are always trying to bring in more talented players to push the players on their current roster, either that or maybe they're out recruiting kids on their current roster. So maybe there is a little bit of a stretch there. They might be stretching a little bit, but it's generally still within their like Venn diagram circle, if you will. So that that piece of advice, it sounds very simple and it is, but honestly, sometimes it is not an easy pill to swallow. If you, and I will say this, if you're a ninth grade or 10th grade, I would really say this indicator is a measurement in time, right? So if you aren't happy with the attention that you're getting or the schools that are contacting you because you think maybe you should be playing at a higher level, my suggestion would be to um, review like the first and second items on these, this list. So using your resources, talking to your coaches, talking to your teammates, current and old, and watching basketball and then just reaching out to more coaches and getting better. If, if, that's, if, if you think that you should be playing at a certain level and that's not the attention that you're getting, at now it's either a skills problem or an exposure problem or a combination of the two. So you need to reach out to more coaches, get on other people's radar, um, and then just work on your skills and continue to get better. And if you are in the 11th or 12th grade, nothing, I mean, anything can happen so I'm not going to say that your time is up, that's the level, but your time is much more limited than if you were in the ninth or 10th grade. So it really is something that you really need to hone in on if you are at um, those grades. And honestly, the quicker that you can come to where you fit in at the next level, the smoother your recruiting process will be. You will, you'll be able to find more coaches who are interested in you because you know exactly the level where you would fit. So now it's not like you're reaching or they're reaching, but now it's truly about fit of school, program, location, all of those other factors. It can be really hard if you think, oh, I should be here or maybe all my teammates are here and I'm I'm just not there or my best friend is going here and I'm nowhere near that level and we were supposed to do everything together, whatever, whatever it is, it can be hard, but I'm telling you the quicker you can you can realize where you will fit in at the next level, the better experience you have, you will have in the recruiting process and beyond because it's not just about getting to a school, it's about thriving at that school. The goal isn't to have a roster spot, the goal is to 
Go to a school for four years that's going to help you flourish academically and athletically. And if this is something that you want to have an impact on that program, and if you, if once you realize where you'll fit in, all of those other pieces should fall into place or at least be a lot easier to fall into place. With the suggestion of who is recruiting you, you can take that a little bit further. So let's say you're getting recruited by a few schools, but you aren't interested in them for whatever reasons. Maybe they're not in the location you want or they don't have your academic choices offered at that institution. What I would do in that instance is I would take a look at how well those schools, the ones that are recruiting you, how well they do in their conference or even regionally. If it's in the middle of the year, I would look at the previous previous year and kind of how they're doing and that roster and all of that, and then layer that with how strong their conference is. So a few quick indicators of how strong their conference is, is how many regionally ranked teams do they have? How well do those schools do in the NCAA tournament regionally or nationally ranked teams? How well do those schools do in the NCAA tournament and how well do they do against other regionally ranked teams or their like strength of schedule? So once you have those two, so what, how well they do in their conference, how strong their conference is, you can take that information and apply that across that division level and that would give you a great idea of other schools that you could reach out to. So I'll, I'll make that example maybe a little bit more tangible. You're looking at Division Two, So the Division Two school that is, is uh, recruiting you, let's say they're in the top half of their conference, their conference consistently, um, their conference consistently sends two teams to the NCAA tournament. And they, they both, you know, the struggle a little bit, but they get through the first and second round of the tournament or they get through the first round, maybe second round, not, not so hot. So what I would do in that instance is I would take a look at other conferences or maybe even take a look at the other schools who make it to the NCAA tournament, see how well they do, look at their conferences, and then you can take a look at the schools in those conferences and reach out to those coaches and just, you know, give them your information, call them, email them, get your coaches to reach out to them, send them film, and really try to embed yourself into what they're doing and get on their radar. So that, yeah, that's how I would use that indicator to my advantage in being proactive. And I also want to mention, so this veers a little bit away from the conversation we're having today about the level of play, the highest level of play that I can play at. And I just want to talk about fit for just a brief moment and how if the fit works, if you feel good at an institution, but let's say it's it's quote unquote less than your level, your skill level, that's completely okay. I mean, there there's no there's no handbook that says you have to play at the highest level you possibly can. If the fit is there, that is what is most important. All right, so those are the three recommendations. So just to recap, it's um, use your resources, coaches, players, previous players, or teammates, I mean, 
watch all different levels of basketball, all different levels, and then take note of who is recruiting you. Um, Yeah, those are the three recommendations that I would start with. And I hope that information was helpful to you. If you're interested in one-on-one help with your recruiting uh, process, head over to hoopsthroughlife.com. That's H-O-O-P-S-T-H-R-O-U-G-H-L-I-F-E dot C-O-M and schedule a 30-minute strategy session with me. That's absolutely free to you. Or you can email L at hoopsthroughlife.com. That's E-L at H-O-O-P-S-T-H-R-O-U-G-H-L-I-F-E dot C-O-M. We will be back with another interview next Wednesday, December 6th. We will have Coach Jackie Hartzell on the pod with me, and she has experience coaching at the D2 and D3 levels. So I look forward to seeing you all then.